Good evening as he fights for his life in a Pakistani hospital. The family of Sarabjit Singh, the Indian prisoner on death row, says this was an attempt to murder. The authorities were involved. Tonight on India Decides, is the Pakistan government responsible for the attack on the man who's been on death row in Pakistan for more than two decades? Will his family, who were hoping for a mercy petition, now ever get to see him back alive in India? Yes, few days before also, Papa told us, he sent a message that he was threatened by some prisoners from Pakistan after Abdul Guru's hanging. And he was fearing of his life. We told our Home Minister and our External Affairs Minister about this. But I don't think so any action has been taken. A tearful daughter of Indian death row convict Sarabjit Singh holding the Pakistan and Indian governments responsible for not taking the threats to his life seriously a day after he was attacked and critically injured by fellow inmate in the court Lakhpat jail in Lahore. Incidentally, it's the same jail where another Indian prisoner, Chameel Singh, died in January this year. Allegedly after being tortured, India is still waiting for the post-mortem report. Sarabjit's lawyer has told NDTV his condition is critical. Sarabjit Singh is in a coma and he's in a very critical condition. And two jailmates, uh, Amir and Mudassar, attacked on him. It is the negligence, uh, rather criminal negligence of uh, jail administration. According to reports, Sarabjit was attacked by six prisoners inside his cell. The six inmates overpowered two wardens, snatched the keys of Sarabjit's cell. Sarabjit was hit on the head with bricks. Sarabjit suffered cut marks on his face, neck and stomach. Reports also say the jail staff found Sarabjit unconscious, bleeding profusely. The staff removed Sarabjit's blood-soaked clothes. He was then dressed in the jail warden's clothes before being taken to the hospital. The prime suspect apparently tried to attack Sarabjit a few days ago. Two prisoners on death row in the jail where Sarabjit was attacked have been booked for attempt to murder. Four jail officials, including the warden, have been suspended. The Pakistan High Commission has now issued emergency visas to four members of Sarabjit's family to travel to Lahore, where Sarabjit is now fighting for his life. The visas came after a push from New Delhi and strong protests from the Indian establishment, including the Prime Minister, who condemned the attack and called it a very sad incident. Pakistan Sarabjit's family now wants to leave for Lahore as soon as possible. They want to ensure that he's getting the best possible medical care. And who knows, they might also get some sympathies across the border. We want to explanation of this happened. क्योंकि ये जिम्मेदारी पाकिस्तान सरकार की है कि अगर कोई भी हिंदुस्तानी प्रिजनर अगर किसी उनके देश में है तो उसकी जिम्मेदारी उसकी होती है। It is a very sad incident. We should take up strongly. Government of India should take up this issue very strongly. Sarabjit's family, who have been yearning for a reunion with him for over 16 years, will now finally meet him. Ironically, under the most unfortunate circumstances. With Anand Patel in Amritsar, Vijay Kumar for NDTV. Joining us now, uh, Sarabjit Singh's daughter, uh, Swapandeep. Thank you very much, uh, Swapandeep, for joining us. Can you tell us anything about the condition of your father's health? Uh, we 
we came to know that he is very serious he is very critical and uh, he got some injuries in his brain also in his head bone also so we are very tensed we want to just see our father we request to the pakistan government to shift him to a better hospital for his better treatment so that he can recover very soon do you think this was an attempt to murder your father or was this a fight that got out of hand yes it was attempt to murder my father and it was all planned and because uh, in the morning we we were uh, hearing that the authorities of jail were saying that uh, he has been attacked while shifting the barrel but now we are coming to know that some uh, the attackers Swapandeep I understand how difficult it is for you We came to know that Yeah the, go ahead Now the authorities are saying that he he's been attacked in his barrack only We are unable to understand what they want to say It shows that it was already planned and authorities was also involved you mentioned earlier on that uh, after the hanging of afsal guru you your father had sensed that his life was in danger is that right yes we came to know from a lawyer that papa uh, gave him the message that uh, he was threatened by some prisoners of pakistan only has the pakistan government said anything to you at all No, not yet. We received any messages from them. And Ansar Bani, the lawyer who's been fighting for your father's release, is going to file another mercy petition. Is that right? Yes, he is filing a new mercy petition to the president of Pakistan, and we hope so that uh, he will not reject this mercy petition. and my papa will recover soon and he will be with us prime minister manmohan singh has also expressed concern at this he said it says it's a it's a very sad development uh, what more would you like the government of india to do we want them to interfere in the matter and we want them to uh, take care of his health of his treatment in the hospital we want uh, Uh, my papa to shift shifted to some other hospital who is good enough for his health all right uh, swapandeep i understand how difficult it is for you you'll be with your family as they travel to as you all travel to pakistan tomorrow i hope your father recovers from this thank you very much for speaking to us well is the pakistani government responsible for the death of uh, or for the serious injuries which have actually taken place to sarabjit singh he is now fighting for his life joining us ezaz ahmed the spokesperson at the pakistan foreign office i'm also joined by awais sheik counsel for indian prisoners and sarabjit's lawyer also with us uh, from lahore rashid the rehman editor of the daily times and here in new delhi shashank the former foreign secretary of india mr ahmed if i can come to you first can you give us the latest on the condition of sarabjit singh 
Uh, are you talking to me? Yes, Mr. Ezaz Ahmed. Can you tell us the latest on yeah, the condition uh, of uh, Sarajit? Well, uh, the, the latest we hear is that he is still under treatment. Uh, a number of doctors are uh, uh, treating him and, uh, uh, and that's where we are. Mr. Ahmed, uh, a little while earlier on, the daughter of Sarabjit Singh said that this was a premeditated attack on him. It was an attempt to murder and authorities were responsible in Pakistan for this. How would you respond to that? Well, according to preliminary reports, uh, there was some scuffle between the prisoners um, in the jail and the jail authorities and home uh, department of the government of Punjab are investigating the matter. Uh, we will uh, wait to hear from uh, the outcome of that investigation. Mr. Ahmed, the, uh, the reason perhaps why family members are perturbed, besides the obvious, I mean the condition of Sarabjit at this stage, is that earlier on the report suggested that the attack took place while Sarabjit was being shifted from one barrack to another. But now it emerges that in fact he was assaulted by six men with bricks and possibly with blades in the same barrack that he's always been in which is why people are saying that this was premeditated. Six people attacked him. Uh, I am not in a position to verify that because uh, according to the reports that I received, there was some scuffle between prisoners and two prisoners had, uh, uh, had uh, some fight with him. Mr. Ahmed, isn't it strange, Mr. Ahmed, that Chamel Singh, another Indian prisoner in the same jail, died in rather mysterious circumstances in the month of January. I know it's been disputed, but and now you're in a, in a situation when another Indian prisoner is, is struggling, is, is fighting for his life. Well, I think um, on the prisoners, as you are aware, there is a prisoners committee which visits both countries and the prisons in both countries. And uh, they have been addressing these uh, issues on, on both sides. I think... Uh, I would not respond to allegations and counter allegations. I think that may not be helpful. The important thing is that this person needs assistance, medical assistance, medical treatment, and that's the most important thing that uh, for us at this time and that we are focusing on. So, Mr. Ahmed, just one final question. I know you don't want to be drawn into this, but I must ask because the allegation is very strong. It's been raised by his daughter that there was some sort of official involvement in this attack on Sarabjit Singh. Can you completely deny that? You see, I, as I said, um, it's too early to make a determination. We have a preliminary report of some scuffle and it needs to be investigated, which is what our jail authorities and the home department of the government of Punjab is, is, is doing at the moment. All right, Mr. Ahmed, thank you for speaking to us. Joining me now on the phone line, Praneet Kaur, Minister of State for External Affairs. Ma'am, the family believes that this was premeditated. Is that a view that the government of India shares? Uh, they did have a, an idea that this was going to happen, which they reported. Uh, we took this up, but I'm, uh, we'll have to wait till the full investigation comes out. Ma'am, the, the issue over here is whether you can believe any investigation, because there was that Chamel Singh incident as well, when there was a lawyer who was actually leaving that jail after having served his time, he actually testified and said that he had witnessed Chamel Singh being beaten very, very badly. And Chamel Singh, in fact, was on his way out of jail. This happened in the month of January. The postmortem for Chamel Singh happened in the month of March. Why should we necessarily believe what is coming from Pakistan on this? 
Well, we'll have to wait. We haven't as yet got the report of the post-mortem. We have repeatedly asked for it. And, and uh, we'll have to wait till the post-mortem report comes. And isn't, doesn't that surprise you, ma'am, that a man who died in January in the same court Lakpat jail, it's now April and you still don't have his post-mortem report? Yes, I agree. It is something to be worried about. And uh, we hope that now they will give it so that we can, um, you know, take due uh, cognizance of it. Ma'am, uh, what would you tell the family of, uh, of Sarabjit Singh at this stage? This is a national issue. There has been an effort by the government now for several years to try him and bring him back to this country. People in India do not believe that he was by any means a spy. It's a case of mistaken identity is what we believe. But now he's fighting for his life in a Pakistani jail. What can you tell the family? Well, I spoke with uh, Sarbjit Singh's sister, uh, Dalbir Kaur, earlier this afternoon. Uh, it is something that is uh, very dreadful that has happened to the family. And she has been absolutely uh, fantastic in the cause of her brother. She's really uh, done everything possible. Uh, we have helped her to the utmost of our ability. The government has very strongly taken up his case. We have done everything we could, uh, up to the fact that uh, the councillor excess was uh, given at 2 o'clock in the morning. I, my office has been very proactive. We, on a fast track, got her visas to go yes. uh, tomorrow to go and visit uh, her brother and also uh, permission for one person to stay in the, in the hospital with him. All right, ma'am. Thank you so much for sharing that uh, Government of India perspective on, on what. But it's important that you mention that the fact that Jamil Singh's post-mortem report still hasn't reached you is somewhat unusual. Mr. Awais Sheikh, as a counsel for Indian prisoners, including Sarabjit Singh, uh, do you believe that this was a deliberate attack to murder Sarabjit Singh, that this was done at the instance of authorities in Pakistan? Yes, I'll let the report come and uh, then uh, we will come to know uh, what is behind the scene and is there any conspiracy and the, the, the murderer, the attackers uh, were having any links outside, uh, outside uh, the, the, the world. Uh, but uh, it is, it is, uh, it is very important uh, and very much clear that jail authorities are responsible for all that. Uh, they, 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 uh, Sarabjit Singh was in their custody and they are under obligation to uh, provide him uh, uh, all kind of security uh, 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 and, and they, they miserably failed uh, to do that and uh, I, would, I would say this is their, uh, their criminal negligence, how it happened, how it happened. And Sarabjit Singh was in, the, in, their, in their custody, and uh, every time the guard is there, the, the guard is there, and uh, he's uh, being kept in a uh, separate uh, uh, barrack. And when uh, four, four people attacked on him, and so miserably he was. Uh, he was uh, yeah. beaten. So this is uh, they, they, are, they are answerable. They have to they, they, the investigation will uh, will. Uh, so that's uh, assuming will be that we can believe that investigation, uh, Mr. Shashank. Let me come to you next. Why should India no, or no, why should those who who are fighting for justice for Indian prisoners at all believe this Pakistani report? Because it's just that same the Chamel Singh report, the postmortem report, the Chamel Singh dead, the postmortem report. All these months later hasn't come. 
there are very there is very strong evidence to suggest that he was beaten to death over here six people assaulted sarabjit singh what report are we waiting for isn't this a complete failure of the pakistani system it's really unfortunate that pakistan jail authorities have failed completely in their responsibility to take care of the safety of the prisoner and secondly also to give the consular access on a continuous basis to the indian high commission uh, representatives to sarbjit singh finally one has to also third point which is very important in this case india has been again and again trying to convince pakistan that we should live by certain norms of civilized conduct legal procedures and in case people are in jail they need to be given certain kind of facilities as per jail manuals of the two countries which must be more or less similar now pakistan is on the other hand if not the government itself but at least many people in pakistan are trying to push the relationship in a very negative direction and also in a direction where the civilized code of conduct need to need not be observed so india being a democracy i think we are hearing more and more uh, feelings and expressions of anguish that the government of india should be much more active should be able to persuade pakistan more decisively uh more forcefully now that is an issue which takes time in a democracy but i am sure that we are moving in that direction sure with greater amount of consensus building in that direction let me just go across to rashid rehman editor of the daily times mr rehman do you see this as being perhaps yet another step down or step back in terms of the equation between the two countries things have been tense of late for all sorts of reasons the the incident on the line of control now you've got sarabjit singh who's been attacked like this uh, the fact that he was attacked by so many people the manner in which he was attacked do you see this as a step back in our bilateral equation first of all let me say <clears throat> that this is an immense human tragedy and listening to his daughter was heartrending we have a history india and pakistan of mistrust suspicion and you voice some of that when you said we don't know if we can believe the investigation i don't blame you neither country comes out smelling of roses as far as the treatment of each other's citizens as prisoners is concerned but i'm not going there right now what i'm trying to say is the following the media in pakistan reported today that there was a scuffle well a scuffle of this sort even if we believe that account pending the investigation the report how can it take place without the jail authorities either turning a blind eye or being complicit so these are the big questions that remain and for which i'm afraid we do have to rely on the report which will eventually be made public i promise you that we as media in pakistan are not going to rest and we are going to pursue this issue to the end because in answer to your question yes we see a pattern every time india and pakistan are coming closer together and learning to live as civilized normal neighbors a spoiler incident takes place you mentioned the line of control yes you also mentioned this uh, case of a post mortem that has yes. arrived yes yeah So what I'm trying to say is, you know, in this climate, some of us have to remain sane and keep our head above water and not get swept away by the emotion which is inevitable 
in such a circumstance. We have to remain cool and we have to get to the bottom of it. The government is responsible. It must answer. The jail authorities are responsible. They must answer. Let me inform you that when I was on my way to the studio, mm -hmm. I heard that the consular access to the Indian High Commission has been granted. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they'll be able to see him, but at least they'll be able to go to the hospital and see the doctors, which they had not been able to do so far. Yes. Secondly, Chief Minister Najam Sethi of Punjab has ordered an inquiry. Yes. I have confidence in Mr. Sethi. I know that he's a, he's a person who has spent a great deal of his life working for India-Pakistan Amity. I'm sure he will understand the importance right. and he will pursue it and so will the media in Pakistan. Mr. Rahman, you uh, raised uh, some uh, very, uh, very uh, important uh, points and I'm glad you do because the sense that I think a lot of us uh, have is that we must remain calm and sane as we tackle this issue rather than get hot-headed. But one way or the other, I think we all agree on both sides of the border that this is a pretty serious setback and I think the hope is that one way or the other, irrespective of how the case eventually goes in Pakistan, this man survives. For the sake of his family, I think that's important. I'd like to thank all of you for uh, joining us this evening. It's time now for us to take a short break. Delhi's appalling record of crimes against women and children keeps getting worse. Just days after the outrage over the brutalization of a five-year-old child, a six-year-old girl was allegedly raped and left to die in a public toilet. Her throat slit in Delhi's Gautam Nagar area, Gautam Puri area. The doctors at the All India Institute of Medical Sciences confirmed a short while back that the girl had suffered extensive external and internal injuries and that there is a strong chance that she had been raped. According to the police, the child was attacked inside the toilet, which is close to a slum cluster where she lived. She's been taken to the All India Institute Trauma Center, where doctors say her condition is stable for the moment. An attendant at the public toilet in question has been arrested. 22 others have been detained. Outpouring of anger over yet another brutal rape in the capital. this time of a six-year-old girl in a slum cluster in southeast Delhi. A horrible deja vu of what the capital saw just 10 days ago. Massive protests sparked by the brutal rape of a five-year-old in East Delhi. Residents of a slum cluster in the Badarpur area bordering Haryana blocked the highway today demanding justice after a six-year-old girl was found in a public toilet with her throat slit bleeding profusely from wounds inflicted on her body with a sharp object. She was rushed to Ames Hospital. At present, patient is in the ICU. Patient is vitally stable and uh, we are hoping that patient will come out uh, of danger very soon. It is too early because the surgery has been done yesterday. It is too early to comment upon what other complication patient can develop in the future. She's now recovering, ironically, in the same hospital where two other child survivors of rape are being treated. One, the five-year-old from Gandhinagar in East Delhi. The other one, also a five-year-old, who was abandoned. Living in this slum cluster, the little girl was playing with her friend outside her shanty and had gone to take a bath inside the toilet when she was raped. The assailant then attempted to kill her by slitting her throat. The family is inconsolable. The father, a balloon seller, suspects no one. 
but has demanded strict action against the accused. The police already in the dock for delayed action in the Gandhinagar gang rape case was quick to respond, but the perpetrator is still at large. In the past 10 days alone, we at NDTV have reported about three cases of savage attack on little children. According to UNICEF, one out of three rape victims in the country are children. While the Delhi police says it can do nothing to stop these attacks, questions are being raised on what are they doing about the hundreds of missing children of the national capital. What happens to them? In New Delhi, with camera person Divan Singh, Sonal Mehrotra, NDTV. Well, it's time now for us to take a short break. Do stay tuned.